nostalgic personal shoppers. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all, Kendra. Our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include This and Dorian Life, 90s Music Got Me Like, and Previously on X-Men. You can follow all of the shows at Radio Meanwhile on Facebook, Instagram, and Threads. Please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Today we're discussing Beverly Hills 90210 Season 8, Episode 4, The Way We Weren't. (laughs) The way we weren't into what was going on in this episode. That's how I felt. All right, let's tune in to CUTV. This year, you can replay each day at 5 right here on your very own news network, CUTV. This episode originally aired September 24th, 1997. Birthday, September 8th, British actress Kimberly Berg, best known for her voice work as Darby in the My Friend Tigger and Pooh. My Friends, sorry, plural, Tigger and Pooh, was born. Good for her. My son loved that show. I don't know if I've seen that one. Yeah. I grew up with like Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. That was my jam. There, there is a new Winnie the Pooh show on Disney Plus, and I put it on the other day, and it, it's terrible. It's crazy. Like, it's none of the, not even an attempt at the classic voices. It's basically just like Winnie the Pooh characters, but in like a modern day PBS ish kind of were show. You, were you accidentally watching the horror movie Pooh, Blood and Honey? No, I checked. I okay. checked, and it was a new disney uh commissioned show Hmm, interesting yeah september 25th josh taylor who played jack mckay turned 54 gone too soon we knew him well soon i know love love love, wish i could see him again you know (laughs) but you can't (laughs) death september 23rd academy award nominated filmmaker and documentarian shirley clark died at the age of 77 Her film, The Connections, based on the play of the same name, went a long way towards loosening film censorship laws. Okay. Movies, September 26th, The Edge, with Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin, written by David Mamet. That's interesting. The David Mamet. Yeah. Have you seen Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, speaking of David Mamet? Eric watched that without me. I want to watch it, though. The iconic Alec Baldwin scene is just, it's off the rails, and it's not in the play, it's only in the movie, and he just... (laughs) <laughs> He's locked in. Coffee's yeah. for closers, Kedra. The Peacemaker, directed by Mimi Ledge and starring Nicole Kidman and George Clooney. Classic pairing. I, I never saw that. Me either. I remember when it came out. Love Nicole Kidman, though. Yeah. And Clooney. And, jo- and George Clooney. What's yeah. he done lately? Not much. Mm. Producing things, I guess. Mm. Soul Food, starring Vanessa Williams and 90210 alum Vivica A. Fox. Yeah. Another class. Is this a classic pairing? I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. I don't know. They seem like they'd be good together. They do. TV, September 24th, the hit sitcom Dharma and Greg debuted on ABC. Never cared about that show. What is the premise of that show? She's a hippie and he's straight laced. Okay. Cool. Pretty much. I like, I like what's his face who plays Greg. Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. Yeah. 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 September 25th, Veronica's Closet, starring Kirstie Alley, debuted. I remember that show. Did you ever watch that show? No. This was like hot off of Cheers. It was like right after Cheers ended. And this was Kirstie Alley's like big thing. And it was like a, 
she ran like a Victoria's Secret type company, but was like uh. a mess. Was sort of the premise. I don't know. It was funny. It was like a three season thing. Cool. ER kicked off its fourth season with a special live episode. Yeah, Ooh. before it was cool. I know. Yeah, <laughs> love a live episode. You just never know yeah. what's going to happen. I mean, I guess to be fair, old school TV was always live, so this yeah. was before it resurged as cool. Yes. Music. September 25th, Paul McCartney released his second classical album, Standing Stone. It was number one on the classical charts and even charted at 194 on the pop charts. It's in there. Yeah, I don't I've never heard a note of this. I don't know anything about it. I'm sorry. What? I don't know. I, There's a work by Paul McCartney that you haven't heard? Yeah, I haven't heard. I Or the other. I don't know what his other classical thing is, but I haven't heard either of those. Hmm. So, September 29th, the Rolling Stones released the album Bridges to Babylon, and it's certified platinum in the U.S. and gold in the U.K. Speaking of Paul McCartney and the Rolling Stones, I'm really digging their new album, Hackney Diamonds, mm. and McCartney plays bass on one of the songs, so it's kind of... <gasps> so I fun. Know. I know. Robbie Williams debuted his album Life Through a Lens. It went number one on the U.K. charts, where it was certified eight times platinum. What was the Robbie Williams thing you guys did over on our Angels. show? Angels. Okay. Yes. I love that song. I could listen to that song every day. Okay. And I do sometimes. Every <laughs> single day. Not, yeah. Maybe not every day, but I listen to Could've it a been. lot. September 30th, Bob Dylan released his 13th album, Time Out of Mind. It Time was... Out of Mind. <laughs> it uh, won three Grammy Awards, including Album of the album Year. Of the year. Wow. That's great. That's great. Then he won a Nobel Prize in Literature just a few years ago. So he sure did. Go figure. He's doing uh, all right. I guess. Video games. September 26th, the open world game Lego Island debuted. It was the first Lego video game outside of Japan and paved the way for a long line of successful Lego video games. I, I love feel like I played game. this. Really? What year was this? 90... 97. I had a PC Lego game. I am oh. almost positive that's what this was. Could be. We yeah. loved it. Yeah. You could build I mean, I like Lego all games. this oh, stuff on the island yeah. and you could, oh my goodness, it was so much fun. Yeah. But it was on our computer, so it was not always super fast. Yeah, true. I'll never turn down a Lego game. Harry Potter is kind of annoying, but the Skywalker Saga, which came out in the last couple of years, choice. It was choice, Kendra. We have the Star Wars collection, the like the you know original yeah. six, yeah. and it has been a test of our marriage playing those really? games. Yeah, because you can only go so far mm, without true. the other person. So yeah. <laughs> Eric is like, we're very different. Yeah. Eric, I, oh. I'm like, go okay. straight through, and Eric's like, well, come Ooh, look in this dang. corner. Or sometimes we we switch, and he's like, let's go, and I'm like, I'm looking over here. Mm. So. Yeah, we haven't made it very far through those okay. because it was uh, yeah, we fought sure. last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, Bomberman 64 debuted in Japan. It was the first 3D iteration of the long-running franchise. I couldn't swear that I've played a Bomberman game. Surely I must have. Surely. I don't know. I don't know. All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. Sure thing, Kendra. In 1996, Joe E. Tata temporarily traded in his Peach Pit uniform for a badge, playing the role of Lieutenant Johns in the medical thriller Terminal. 
The movie starred Doug Savant, who plays Matt Fielding in Melrose Place. <gasps> he also plays Tom in Desperate Housewives. That's probably where you know him. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm pointing at your picture on the screen as if that's actually like <laughs> yeah. pointing to you. But there you go, Ken. I'll point it to the it. camera. Got it. Uh, and so uh, Doug Savant is in it, as is James Eckhouse, who appears as Dr. Maxwell. So it's a regular 90210 franchise reunion in the 1996 film Terminal. Fun. All right. Let's look at our synopsis for The Way We Weren't. Again, another title that I don't know quite fits, but whatever. No, I don't think so. No. Kelly's remembering some stuff, but still not Brandon. Luckily, Noah is there to take her from memory jogging outings. <laughs> you know, Noah, yeah. who she's known Noah. for Noah. three days. Yeah. Steve continues to pursue a career in sports management until Rush steps in with a proposition. Run the Beverly Hills shopper. Steve's in, but he needs Brandon, and Brandon has his sights set on greener pastures. Finally, Donna's struggle, oh my goodness, Donna's struggle with being a personal shopper and considers taking on an unlikely partner, Valerie. Oh, oh what the a shenanigans. Great, what a great pairing. Yeah. The shenanigans. All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Today's episode is directed by Frank Thackerty. Sounds like a grumpy neighbor in a novel from the 50s. <laughs> Old Mr. Thackerty. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Old man Thackerty. Uh, this is two of three episodes he would direct. He doesn't need this from us. Uh, first of episodes, first of six episodes, I should say, written by consulting producer Michael Cassett. For returning players, we have Angela Gillespie as Jackie Taylor, Jed Allen as Rush Sanders, Robert Gossett as Detective Woods. Final appearance, Kendra, and this is a bit of a head-scratcher. Of Jane Rogers as Jane Schultz. So Donna loses another boss. What? I don't know. Uh, Final appearance of Daniel Day Kim as Dr. Sterla. Jacqueline Collin as Charlotte Campbell. Sonia Eddy as the nurse. And we're introduced this time to Tamara Clatterbuck. Another great, another great 50s novel That is excellent. That is excellent. Uh, Go see if you can stay with Mrs. Clatterbuck. I have to take a (laughs) honey pie over to... (laughs) A honey pie. <laughs> Old man Packerty. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to say Huckleberry, and it came yeah, out funny. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Tamara Clatterbuck, who plays Lucy here, was best known for her role as Alice Johnson on The Young and the Restless. And then we have Dean Terrelly as Drew, the sports agent. He was in shows like The Nanny, Baywatch, and Pacific Blue. All right. Let's get into it. We start at the hospital where Kelly has written down a bunch of facts about her life and she's kind of reciting them to herself. You know, Jackie is my mother. David is my brother. Brandon's my boyfriend, apparently. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Basically she takes the good. She takes the bad. She takes them both. And there she has the facts of life. Yes. Yes. And I think that should. Yeah, it should. Brandon gives her her ring that she's been wearing as a necklace. Yeah, a little thirsty, I think, Brandon. A I little. I would drop that so soon, but... A little. And he tells her, you know, the story behind it, that he yeah. tried to propose, and then she he got rid of the ring, and she bought it back, and... Yeah. I don't think that's necessary information. It's basically saying, like, our relationship was fraught. Yeah. <laughs> Noah arrives, and he brings... Is this when he brings flowers? That might be later. Um, but Kelly thanks him for giving blood because they're AB negative, which they're saying is rare. 
Rare to receive, which is rare not to true. receive. Yeah. Okay. They could receive anything. They could receive. Tapioca pudding. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Sterling is talking with Jackie in the hall and Brandon joins them and he says, you know, physically she's doing great, but mentally she's not making the improvement that he would like to see. So she's going to stick in the hospital for a while. Jackie kind of blames herself. I don't know why. She's like, oh, I pushed her to to live her life and now she doesn't yeah. have memories. <laughs> that didn't make a lot of sense. But... It didn't. Uh, Dr. Sterling says, you know, there's no guarantee. Sterla. What? It's just Sterla, not Sterla. Sterla. It's okay, Sterla. Okay, well, excuse me. Dr. Sterla says that there's no guarantee that her memories will come back, but that they should surround her with familiar things, familiar people, Mm -hmm. uh, familiar places, and hopefully that will jog her memory. Yeah, like Noah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look, I don't know if they're trying to play it off that Noah is just being a good guy, but he's definitely moving in on this territory. I don't know. I don't, uh, it's not cool, I don't think. He should stay away from her because he's going to confuse her. But doesn't it feel like they're playing it like he's just a nice guy with good intentions? I I don't. I honestly don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like it, whatever it is. I don't like it either. After the intro, we have this montage of Beverly Hills that literally made me want to puke. I was so dizzy. It was just like, zoom in, zoom out, zoom zoom in, zoom 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 out. You know what I noticed about the intro, though? Hillary Swank and Vincent, not Vincent Price, whatever his name is. Vincent Young. Remember. Vincent Young. They're, when it's time for them to spin in front of the bedroom sheet, they're there. <laughs> but in all of the like establishing shots, they're not. Like in yeah. all the group scenes, they are not there. So they're really like, I feel like they learned from like the Ray Pruitt, <laughs> Jesse situations. They're yeah. like, just in case we don't want just them to be in, in case. Part, they're just they're yeah. hedging a little bit. And I think it's funny. At the Walsh house, the gang is just like hanging out in the dining room. When is the last time we hung out in the dining room? I think it's that Brandon like called a meeting. You know, I like, know, but there's like a Kelly. bookcase in there. It just looked different it than it has different. in the past. Yeah, you're right. It was like a different angle or something. And we could like see into the kitchen. And I always forget that the dining room is like attached to the kit like that door leads to the dining room every once in a while they're like look at this part of the house and we're like nope i've never seen that before that's new that's a new thing okay so yeah so (laughs) so they've called a house meeting plus david i guess basically yeah steve valerie david brandon i guess that's it yeah and they're brandon is telling them about kelly's situation and that she's got two types of amnesia one of them is keeping her from remembering her past and the other is anti-grade amnesia and it's keeping it's making it hard for her to keep new memories as well. Although I um, see no indication of that. Yeah. That doesn't seem like Every person that, that walks in, she's like, "Oh, it's you, the person yeah. I know." Right. Yeah. So the plan is to just bombard her with memories. Brandon's going to go first. Valerie will come in later. I'm sure that'll be fine. She'll yeah, only Valerie. remind her of yeah. true things. Yep. Steve says he will go later. He has an important meeting on campus. Oh. Brandon gets a phone call from Mr. Grebecki from the Seattle Times. Another and, great name. Yes. And they have a position for him. Like on the, the Metro desk. The like metro it sounds. Desk. Sounds pretty great. And he says, well, actually, though, it's not a great time because my girlfriend just got shot and it's just been a whole thing. 
So he asked for a week to to think about it, and they agree to give him a week. At the hospital, this is where Noah drops by again, and he brings her flowers, and he also brings in her breakfast. It's just too much. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's just too much. He doesn't know her. Why does he need to be there all the time? He also brought her like a bunch of CDs, and she says that she doesn't even know what music she likes. And he's like, well, I brought you, you know, an assortment. You'll figure it out. The only rule with Kelly's memory is that there are no rules. Yeah. Yep. You know, that's (laughs) nothing. Before he leaves, Kelly asks him to bring Winston the next time he comes. Yeah. She says, you know, my mom will know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Hello? (laughs) Hey, Kendra, do we have ketchup? (laughs) What the heck? Do we have ketchup? This is serious business. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. Hey, you know, Eric, while you were away, Kendra was telling me that playing the Lego games together is really hard on your marriage. Do you care to comment? Uh, it's not easy. Okay. But playing 3D games with Kendra is a lot harder than 2D games. So I guess the Lego is pretty less serious thing than, like, Spyro. She just, she doesn't have the move and look. Oh, yeah. I'm bad at that. Ooh. Okay. She'll, she'll move forward and okay. you'll like i'll see in the corner of the screen like there's collectibles but she just keeps moving forward there's no uh mm. area awareness for her mm. that's true wow that's accurate okay. yeah no consensus anyway that's uh good. hey we have tons of ketchup so oh. we're good there okay bye, hey, bye. Hey, wait 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 eric we have two partially used bottles of ketchup in our fridge <laughs> uh can you send those down i will yeah I'll <laughs> put them, yep. okay bye bye that's <laughs> No, no. He did that on purpose. Uh, he did. All right. Okay, so whatever her name is, Schultz, Schultzy. I feel yeah, like they sure say either. they say it differently. But yeah. so Donna goes to her house and uh, she gives her, you know, I want, I want this look and this look and go shop for these things. And then as they're talking, she realizes that her dog Goliath, who is what kind of dog is that? A boxer. Yeah, he's a big dog. Yeah, he was. (laughs) He was supposed to be at the vet, and so Donna offers to take the dog to the vet. Oh, that's not personal shopping. Yeah, that's different. Steve goes to meet up with Charlotte at the alumni gymnasium, and you know, trying to talk her up still about him being her agent after she goes pro inevitably, and he also gives her some tickets to. Is it the Chemical Brothers? Is that what she says? Maybe. It's to, it's to a band. Is the Are the Chemical Brothers a band? You're the one with the 90s podcast. Yes, they are. They're an electronic okay. duo. The Chemical Brothers. The Chemical Brothers. Well, she was very, very excited that he got these tickets. And he's like, hey, stick with me after you graduate and I'll get you all the stuff. Ooh. Donna goes to the vet and when she, she, she's in her like convertible and the dog is like buckled into the front yeah. seat. Yeah. And she's on the phone with Kelly and oh my ADR in this scene. Yeah. It was just yeah. off, off the charts ADR. They were like, just try to remember what you said. And say, yeah. And it's very clear that she's not actually talking to anyone. She's just mm-hmm. kind of like, what? Yes. No. Yeah. Well. <laughs> So as she's trying to get the dog out of the car, she gets the call from Schultzy to say, hey, by the way, Goliath doesn't like the vet. Cue Goliath running away. 
Ugh, the shenanigans. Yeah. Yep. So Donna chases after the dog. At the hospital, Kelly and Brandon are talking about this job offer in Seattle. And she's like, well, you know, don't not take it because of me. And he says, but I, you know, you're eventually going to remember. And I want to be here when you remember. So it's a little bit of a conundrum. Yeah, it is. A so they, you will. they go back to looking at the pictures from Hawaii. And it's, you know, the two of them in Hawaii. And Kelly is just... Not interested in Brandon. At, no. She seems like uncomfortable with him there. Mm-hmm. It's very like. Ugh. So the detective comes in. What's his name? Detective. Oh, yeah. Robert Gossett. He's Detective Woods. Detective Woods. He says that there's a problem with the suspect that Brandon identified because they tested his hands and there was no gun residue on his mm. hands. Mm-hmm. So they want Brandon to come down again and do, I don't, I don't know what they want him to do. Another and lineup? I guess. And then when Kelly is better and can remember anything, they want her to come down and also do that. Yeah. That doesn't seem like that would bring on trauma. I don't yeah. Fine. <laughs> so Brandon leaves and he leaves Kelly with the pictures from Hawaii and the picture she zeroes in on is this shirtless picture of noah yeah that somebody took at the peach pit steve and carly almost run into each other she's carrying food he's coming in carly thinks that charlotte is out of steve's league uh so they have you know a little back and forth and after she leaves nat is like i really think she's warming up to you like she really likes you now (laughs) yeah steve it's kind of interesting that they went like right on the heels of Claire, they went right back into like, let's get a love interest for Steve and let's have them have a very similar dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You know, (laughs) Steve tells Nat that he has a big meeting with, is it Zelensky? Zelensky? Again, another name that I couldn't tell what they said. Yeah. Zelensky. He's a big sports. Like Nat knows exactly who he is. The big time sports agent? <laughs> no, I thought that was funny too. Is that a thing people know? <laughs> I guess. And so Steve is very excited about this meeting. At the Peach Pit after dark, Noah and David are talking. Noah's borrowing something. I I couldn't tell what it was. A saw? saw? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. David is, you know, looking at all the numbers, still stressing about the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Noah presses David for information about Valerie, and David does not (laughs) beat around the bush. He's like, all she wants is money. So sex sex and money. Sex and money. Sex and money. Yep. And he says, for for Val, those are the same thing. They go hand in hand. (laughs) It's pretty harsh. It's pretty harsh. But accurate. I mean. Is it, though? Because it's not like David had money when she and David were together. You know? Like, I don't know. I, I think that was the, the that was the exception to the rule. Yeah, maybe. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Noah offers to go band hunting with David because David says this this town's all tapped out. I can't find a single good band in all of L.A. Yeah. So Noah says he knows some, you know, off the beaten path sure. places that they can sure. go check out. Yeah. Yeah. They met him in Hawaii. But yeah, yeah. he knows all mm-hmm. the ins and outs of Beverly Hills. Sure. Yeah. So then Donna runs in in a tizzy and tells them that she lost a lot. It this scene was like watching a bad play. 
like watching <laughs> it was like watching the importance of being earnest but done badly <laughs> i get it i get yeah. it yeah She's like, I lost Goliath. Who's Goliath? The dog. Why did you have it? Like, it was just like, I hated it. I hated all the shenanigans. It's like the one through line as we change writers. Donna does hijinks. Don't ever forget. (laughs) Back at the hospital, Valerie brings all of Kelly's high school and college yearbooks to help jog her memory. And... Valerie asks if she's starting to feel anything for Brandon and Kelly says, you know, no, she doesn't remember that they're in love or anything, which Valerie seems, I don't know. Are we supposed to think that Valerie is still into Brandon? Is that why she's asking? I don't know. Okay. Well, I feel like she's just taking advantage of the situation to be like, Kelly, maybe you don't love Brandon. Yeah. (laughs) Just as a thought, maybe you don't. Well, that she says, you know, don't believe everything you hear about your relationship with Brandon. Like, you guys were together, but it wasn't always great. So, like, don't drive yourself crazy trying to remember something that might not be there. Mm, good advice. Crazy. So then Kelly peppers Valerie with a bunch of questions about Noah. And she's just, like, very openly into Noah. I am into him. <laughs> And Valerie tries to steer Kelly away from Noah, because as we know, Valerie is into Noah. And she's like, you don't want, he's not your type. You're not, you don't want to be with him. Mm-hmm. At the gym, Steve meets with the sports agent and he, you know, gives his pitch why he wants to be a sports manager. And it's a pretty good pitch. I mean, he yeah, sounds like is. he knows what he's talking about. Sounds legit. But then the agent pulls out the tickets that he gave to Uh, Charlotte. Chemical Brothers. The Chemical Brothers tickets. And he said, you need to forget about these tickets and that you ever gave them to her because the punishment for alumni giving gifts to college athletes is like expulsion. Like you could have ruined her career by doing that. So he was basically like, you know, don't act like you want to be in the game if you don't know the rules of the game what he says kendra and i wrote this down because it is i'm gonna stitch it on a pillow he (laughs) says do not put on your cowboy hat unless you've got the cattle to back it that that needs to be cross-stitched that's what i'm saying it's a life where's where's sally jacoby murphy we need that we need that cross-stitch we'll bring it up on her she's she's currently in a tomb waiting for halloween (laughs) yes of course yeah (laughs) All right, so apparently Donna is not only the personal shopper for Schultze, she is the personal shopper for, like, many people. Yeah. How did this happen? It doesn't make any sense. She's like, oh, Schultze gave, got, a new, got a new client I'm trying to balance. It's like, that was not that. We, we saw the conversation. That was not the agreement. <laughs> no. The conversation was like, you can't be a fashion person, but can you buy me pants? And now Donna, yeah. like, has a small business. I, I don't... <laughs> Yeah. Get it. Uh, so Valerie is with Donna and Donna is like talking on the phone and trying to balance like when to drop clothes off for multiple people. And oh, who was I buying this jacket for again? And she's all, you know, discombobulated. So Valerie grabs the phone and like calls one of the clients, and figures out the schedule and she's just like on it. So now Donna's like, oh, you should help me. 
if I were David in this situation, I would be pissed because, as you'll recall, Donna was like, you can't be partners with Valerie. It's her or me. And so David, like, kicks Valerie to the curb. And now David's business is failing. And Donna's like, you know who would be a good business partner? <laughs> Valerie. Yeah. Valerie. It's crazy. It's crazy. It is. At the hospital, Noah brings Winston to Kelly. Winston oh. is her stuffed bear. Cute. He's no Mr. Pony, but he's all right. The cat, uh, the doctor comes in because Kelly wants to ask again if she is able to leave. She feels a little bit trapped in the hospital. And he says, you know, we need you here so we can monitor you. But Noah suggests maybe just an outing. Maybe they just, you know, go to the beach and then come back. And the doctor says that's okay as long as she has somebody with her. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go on an outing together. Cute. And inappropriate. I yeah. Very appropriate for the doctor to release Kelly with a total stranger. Yep. Steve and Rush are strolling. Strolling. Strolling Classic downtown. Yeah. It, it's a walk and talk. And Rush knew, like, the reason the agent had taken a meeting with Steve is because he knew Rush. Yeah. And so Rush knows the whole situation. And he yeah. was like, he did you a favor. You know, you could have gotten in really big trouble, and now we've nixed this. And Steve's like, you just think I'm a screw-up. But Rush has... Rush, yeah, I mean, Rush has other ideas. Uh, Rush owns a newspaper called, what is it? The Beverly Hills Shopper. Shopper. The Beverly Hills Shopper, which is just like... It's a a nothing. I mean, people use it to to kindle a fire. Yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah. And he wants Steve to take it over. Yeah. Steve, the, Steve. you know, he has the of background course. in newspaper. Yeah. And... yeah. When I think of literature and, and the free press, I think Steve Sanders. <laughs> Steve Sanders. Yeah. So they're going to the the office so he can check out the digs. Yeah. Do you remember when there was like two seasons where Steve only wore tankinis? That was it. <laughs> I miss those days. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> at donna and david's donna thinks oh sorry other way around david thinks that donna is crazy for getting valerie to help her Correct. and Correct. that is accurate True. they are making these giant signs because the dog is still lost um so <laughs> they're making these giant lost dog signs and donna just doesn't know what to do it's and she's like maybe i'll just call her and yeah. Earlier in the after dark, David was like, just call her and tell her that they had to keep him overnight at the vet. So she keeps yeah. sort of like stalling and buying time. Yeah. But every scene with Donna is like, wah, wah, is yeah. the music. And she's just yeah. like overacting. And yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Tori Spelling's performance in this is basically just a living, breathing spit take. That's yeah. That's all it is. Yep. <laughs> a sentient spit take. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Steve brings Brandon to the Beverly Hills shopper and tells him he wants him to be the editor. Steve will be the publisher. Brandon will be the editor. They'll split it 50-50. They're going to make a killing. Yeah, Steve really goes hard on the financial aspect of it, which I thought was such a weird pitch for Brandon. It wasn't like, you can make it the newspaper you want. He's like, we'll make so much money. Yeah. (laughs) But Brandon is not interested. He's like, you need... 
all these people and things to make this work. You don't have any of that stuff. And yep. Steve's like, well, we can get the whole gang involved. Donna can write about fashion. David can write reviews of concerts and bands. I don't know. I guess they're yeah. going to do it pro bono. I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, he said that, and I was like, give me that spinoff. I'll I know. That. The yeah. The runs a newspaper. <laughs> it's like when uh, B. Arthur left the Golden Girls and they ran a hotel. Same yeah. concept. Yeah. Same concept. That's what we needed. Uh, well, apparently, Rush said that there's 60000 in the bank to get this up and running. That's a lot of cheddar. It is, but Brandon still says no. Oh. Not interested. Okay. At the beach, Kelly and Noah are going on their walk. And she's like, oh, I know this beach so well, but it's like I'm seeing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, quotes Kierkegaard at her. And she's uh, she suddenly starts to remember some things because she's like, oh, I learned about Kierkegaard in one of my college classes. And this person yeah. was my teacher. And she starts remembering, oh, I lived on this beach and my house was right over there. But then yeah. she starts to think, oh, that's not right because I don't live at the beach. I live with Brandon. Yeah. And Noah's like, no, no, you live on the beach. We <laughs> you did. Get a Claire, we get a Claire reference. She says she remembers like Donna living with Donna and Claire. I was like, yeah. hey. Yeah. Old cast bingo. So Noah tells her, you know, just give it time. You'll remember. And she says, I don't know if I want to remember. Oh. This could be a new start. Yeah. At the hospital, Brandon is there. He's been waiting two hours Dang. while they've been on this walk. Angry. He is very angry. Yeah. So after Noah leaves, Kelly is excited to tell Brandon, like, she's starting to remember some things, but she still doesn't remember Brandon. Oh, too bad. Yep. Quick little scene back at Donna and David's where they have, again, had no, it's like nighttime now and they've had no luck finding the dog. So they've decided, like, the next day she's going to have to own it. Yeah, she's going to have to eat crow. At the marina, Brandon goes to confront <laughs> Noah about Kelly. They are so close. I wrote the same thing. So, like, it's so close, it's weird that they don't kiss. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's The director was like, no, closer. Closer. Yeah. <laughs> How close can you stand without your lips they touching? They were definitely. So, honestly, he, he and Noah have more sexual chemistry than he and Kelly at this point. Yeah. So, let's roll the dice, you know? So, yeah, no, Brandon is like, you know, give me the list of people you're not involved with. That'll be a shorter <laughs> list. And then Noah's like, hey, man, just give me the word. I'll back off. Like, I think yeah. he's giving you the word. The word. The word I is should back Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's a millimeter from your lip yelling in your face. I think he's not happy. <laughs> All right. The next day, Donna goes to Schultz's house and she's, you know, like walking up to the door, rehearsing what she's going to say about the dog. It's all, you know, goofy stuff. And then you as she... that dog you had? <laughs> and then as she knocks on the door, who should run up into the yard but Goliath? Oh. He, ho- he homeward bounded his way home. He sure did. <laughs> he sure did. So he it all works out. Without Sally Field, it's impossible. She doesn't put the leash on the dog, though. No, he just stands there, and she's like, "Cool." Her, but like, even so, you're grabbing that collar, sister. Every time yeah. you grab that collar, you don't know. Yeah. A squirrel's gonna run by. My wife was dragged through the woods chasing our dog because <laughs> a deer kept running. I chased my dog through a neighbor, my neighborhood, barefoot. Uh, yeah. At one point, for like yeah. 20 minutes, I chased him barefoot. Yeah. 
It was awful. Yeah, Hillary, uh, Hillary fell down a hill, and the dog came back and was like, I think I may have killed her. So <laughs> the dog came back to rescue her. Was this Meredith? Meredith, yeah. <laughs> That's, that she tracks. was fine, and Hillary was like, all right, come on. And then a deer ran in the backyard, and Meredith was like, my life here is over. I will <laughs> run with these deer now. So... Uh, well, I guess it doesn't matter since this is Schultz's last episode. We're never going to see her again. Yeah. I guess Donna just goes solo and is like, "I'm. Why could I have one when I can personal shop for fifty people?" Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so the boys go to a bar to look at some bands, and yeah. the waitress recognizes Noah. She wants some quality time with him later. I guess I don't think Noah in this episode could not be more Dylan McKay. Yeah. If Luke Perry was playing him, like <laughs> yeah. it doesn't, you don't even need it. It's just everything that happens. It's like, yeah, WWDD. Yeah. I couldn't tell. Cause then Steve is like asking him questions about his life. And Noah's like, what do you want to know? And then he says that he went to Harvard and his parents are rich. And I couldn't tell if yeah. he was joking or if he was being serious. He, I, I can't remember either. He said that, okay. and I was like, is that true? It feels like it would be true. And again, very Dylan McKay, right? Yeah. Oh, you think I'm a surf bum? Well, actually, <laughs> I've read books. <laughs> Dave and, David and Steve go to play pool, leaving Brandon and Noah at the table. And Brandon talks about how he feels stuck. You know, he wants to he wants this job, but he wants to be there for Kelly more. And Noah's like, carpe diem, man. Like, it's not about the job. It's about you. Like, do it. You can write anywhere. Do what you want to do. Yeah. And he says, you know, without Kelly, you're still Brandon. David beats Steve in pool. And then Brandon and Steve head to the bathroom together. Yeah. <laughs> and Brandon is like, hey, so I can be the editor of this paper? And. Yeah. Steve is very excited to hear that Brandon wants in, but Brandon says he wants full editorial authority and no massage parlor ads. Mm. So Steve's like, that's where all the money's at. (laughs) All right. The last last episode, the last scene is at the hospital. Brandon comes in after visiting hours and just like strolls in like he owns the place. Even when the nurse is like, you can't be here. And he tells Kelly, he wakes her up to tell her that he isn't going to Seattle and that he's here for the long haul. He's here for her and that he loves her. And she's like, cool. And after he leaves, she takes the ring off. Like she takes the necklace off and puts it in her drawer where she's got this picture of Noah. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if you like just, maybe if you just lost your memory. I mean, I don't know what I would do if I lost my memories. I'd probably be very confused, but I probably, my first priority wouldn't be find a new boyfriend. I know. Seriously. I don't know and why Linda she's Kelly going like, so she hard. Yeah. Like, I need, I need this now. <laughs> and Brandon too. I mean, like guy, give it more than two days before yeah. you start freaking out. Yeah. I guess it helps that their relationship felt kind of nebulous before. Cause it's sort of like, you understand Brandon feeling like, Oh crap. This is, you know, but it is both of them are just like swinging wild. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's the episode. Okay. Well, Kendra, uh, what's your nine hundred two one zero snap? Um, 
Maybe I'll, I'll give it to the almost kiss between Brandon and Noah. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. The heat. Yeah. The heat. Yeah. <laughs> in that scene. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I... Yeah. I did not enjoy this episode. I am yeah, not enjoying Kelly without memories. Mm-mm. It was too much wacky Donna. Yeah. Um. I just I. What what I what's Steve doing? He's running a newspaper now. Like I guess I would I I would have been on board with watching him try to be a sports manager, I and I guess that that's just dead now. Sense. That makes a lot more sense. So yeah, I'm not yeah. on board yet. Even if Rush, I mean, I hate to rewrite the episode. No, I don't. I love it. But even if Rush <laughs> was like, all right, tell you what, Steve, you get Brandon on board, the newspaper's yours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, make, yeah. It, make it so that Rush is trying to like, because he had that whole scene with Brandon where he's like, you're the only reason why Steve has like got this far in life. So if Rush was trying to sort of be like, yoke Steve and Brandon together, that I would buy. But this is just like, eh. Yeah. You know, I'm with you. I didn't really, I didn't really like it. Cool. And the Kelly plot. What, are we supposed to think Kelly's never going to get her memory back? This is just a new thing. Kelly doesn't have her memory. Like, I, hate I don't it. know. I, don't I hate know. it. Just let them be together. I know. Dadgummit. That's what I mean. We're at season eight. You know, like, start letting some things stick, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, maybe things will be better in season eight, episode five, Coming Home. And until then, you can catch me every other week on This Andorian Life, a Star Wars podcast co-hosted by my old friend, Steve Rudd. What about you, Kendra? What are you doing? I'm Miss Music Box 91 online, and I have another podcast called 90s Music Got Me Like, where we talk 90s music. Okay. And we are trying to do an every other week thing, and we're on track so far in January to do that. So I know. New year, new you. Yep, so our Valentine's special will be I Will Always Love You by Whitney yeah. Houston. Mm-hmm. So check that mm-hmm. out. We're going to watch The Bodyguard. Yeah. We've Neither oh. of us have seen it. I haven't seen The Bodyguard either. Yep, we're going yeah. we're going deep on this one. Did you know that Elvis Presley came, well, his manager came to Dolly Parton and was like, I want to cover that song. And she really wanted him to do it. But Elvis's stupid manager was like, but he gets all the publishing rights. And she was like, no. So we don't have an Elvis version of that song. Lame. To be fair, as much as I love Elvis, he would butcher that. Yeah. <laughs> he would think that he could hit that note, and he couldn't. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, so maybe it's okay. Maybe, maybe it's everything works out. Maybe yeah. it's for the best. It's one of those what ifs. He yeah. also turned down West Side Story and A Star is Born because of that same dumb manager. But, you know. You gotta, I mean, just, he is probably the most household name of all household names. So it. Look at Look at Kendra <laughs> siding with Colonel Tom Parker over here. Jeez, Kendra. I would never do not that. Cool. Not I would never cool. do that. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I guess that's it. No, okay. here we go. <laughs> <laughs>